The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. You're hanging in there. Oh, hanging in there. Yeah, Ooh, good. there's Gray. What's up, Gray? So I think the weather's about to change for us there, kid. I hope so. I'm sick of cold. I don't do well in the cold. I used to have a lot more insulation on my body. I don't anymore. So I get way colder, way quicker. <laughs> not a fan. Uh, nothing wrong with that. It's fun for a little bit, but yeah, that it gets old quick. Yeah. I, my backyard's still probably two feet. Jeebus. The, the front is getting down there because that's where it gets all the sun. But, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, I've had just about enough of it, and plus I can't get my still can't get my smoker out of the damn garage. Oh, it's still st- <laughs> still stuck in the. Uh, oh. Where the hell? What are you doing? What's going on over there? Hey, just playing around. On there the we go. Okay. All right, I got the chat. I was missing the hey, chat. Cool. So All right, so- pretty cool shirt today. Yeah. We we got a little international. We got some I know. right right down the road. Yeah, I like to say down in Georgia, we got a little everything going on we today. Did today we did so today. So let's get into it, Chrissy. Today's right. show is brought to you by who? Today's show is brought to you by the number one best tasting shake on the planet, Uncle Steve's Shakes. Uncle Steve's Shakes are handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packaged. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 13 amazing flavors. The new CJ's West Coast Shake, check it out, Uh, including the competition line as well and the incredible dessert shake. And also, don't forget the new sauce addition to Uncle Steve's family, the sauce with no name. I ate some last night with chicken. Uh, No matter what you are eating, Uncle Steve's Shake has a shake for it. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on the website, you'll find some fantastic shake tips and recipes. You'll be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve's Shakes are. And while you're online, head on over to the Facebook and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's Shakes and maybe even share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with the Uncle Steve's Shake range. Uncle Steve's Shake, shake some on everything. I'm pretty sure that was seamless. I'm just going to toot my own horn right there. That was pretty good. That was pretty pro. That was pretty good. All right, your turn. Who else have we got? (laughs) (coughs) Today also brought to you by... Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I'm smoking the La Flor Dominicana Lajero. Absolutely fantastic as all the La Flor Dominicanas are. I just finished one. They are beautiful. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Also, today's show brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. 
Uh, whether you are the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best on the grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of MagnaChef, Alan Fante, knows a little something about fire management. He designed the MagnaChef gloves and the Freedom Barbecue gloves for you to be able to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef gloves have two fantastic options for you. The first is the classic MagnaChef barbecue glove made of food grade silicon, web fit for a firmer grip, dishwasher safe, one size fits all and heat rated to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. And they come in how many colors? Is it like four? Black, blue, red, orange and green. green. Oh, and orange. And they also have the second option is the Freedom barbecue gloves. It's a five finger flexible and pliable grip, 14 inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat resistant Neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and order yourself both pairs today. MagnaChef barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. That one was pretty seamless too. You're getting pretty good I'm at this, I'm on it today. This is what happens when I eat before I do the show. My brain functions <laughs> properly. <laughs> Last <laughs> but not least, brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Ian Hemming is building what I refer to as the Yeti of all cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating. Yeah, they do. You, you cannot destroy these, even mm. though I've tried... I put them through the through the tests, and they are still holding up, looking beautiful. Check them out from their standard their dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop cutting board, to the absolutely massive eighteen by thirty six inch brisket board. And if pizza's right up your alley, he's got you covered on that too. Check out the new pizza board. For that perfect slice every time. Yeah. Deep lip reservoirs catch all that juicy goodness coming from whatever proteins you're cooking. Um, durable material, durable engraving available, multicolors, and then the rubber nubs on the bottom. Yeah. So even on a wet surface, these boards will not slip on you. Like anywhere. it's got that suction cup design so on the wet surface it will hold it no more sliding -uh. check them out at custom cutting boards rs.com and tell them i sent you that is custom cutting boards rs.com the letter r us.com let's see dutch gray what's happening mad max brother efren what's happening Robert, what's going on? Guy, what's happening? C-Mac in the house. Oh, so, oh, and there's Darren. All right. We're all good. We got the, we got the yeah. usual crew in. Yeah. So let's go. Guys, we are going to have an interesting conversation today because we are, like I said, we are going international. Yeah. Along with national, is that the word I'm talking about? Yeah. We got we got Georgia, we got Australia, 
My homeland? Yes, what? right. Uh, we had South Africa. A few of the boys weren't able to make it. Obviously, there's a major time difference. Yeah, it's hard going full international. You know, like it's 7 o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning in Australia right now. It's 11 o'clock or midnight in South Africa. Grubs, same zone. It's it's 10 past. It's 510 where Grubs is. So we're good. We didn't have a... We, yeah. We got the easy transition, but let's 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 bring them on. Let's so, go. representing the for the love of Q international barbecue team, going to be cooking this year down at Meat Stock. Please welcome from Grubber Q, James Grubbs and Mister William Plotz. What's up, gentlemen? How you doing? Hanging in, brother. Man, thanks for having us. Oh man, it's What's up, a- William. Good day. I'll see you in a few weeks, brother. Good to see you, Grubby. <laughs> so, uh, William, I'm going to start with you because a, lo- a lot of my followers are, f- are familiar with, with James, and uh, then we'll jump to you, James. But please, William, tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into uh, the barbecue and your journey so far. Well, um, I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> I just, uh, I just love barbecuing. Uh, I obviously come from South Africa originally, um, so we used to have a lot of brides and things like that. And I just got hooked into uh, smoking meat. So I actually do it day in day out. Um, I work at a smokehouse where I smoke meat and serve smoked meats every day. Nice. Very nice. Um, what, what, what's, the, what's the name of the smokehouse? Uh, Southwest Barbecue. Where are you based out of? Sorry, I can't not talk to my fellow Aussie. Well, South African territory. Um, so, I mean, we're in Athen, which is about an hour drive out of Sydney. Okay. Good to know. You should have went there. I don't do Sydney. I'm from Melbourne. He'll understand. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> it's like asking if you're going to go to Boston or New York. It's Melbourne or Sydney. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, William, thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I can't wait for this conversation. All right, Grubs. You've been down this road before. Let's have it, brother. Who is James Grubs, and how's your journey been, brother? Man, J Barbecue Grubs up in the North Georgia mountains, man, living that barbecue dream. Uh, I love doing what I do and totally blessed to be invited by these South African guys to join their team. Humbled by blessed by it. It's going to be an awesome adventure. We're going to have a great freaking time, man. That's all there is to it. But uh, we're going to cook barbecue. The goal is not just to go over there and cook barbecue and a couple of kangaroos or emus. We're talking about let's go to meat stock in place. Let's go win some money. Let's go win some money. I want them to know who the love of Q is. And we're uh, in August, I started the South Africans. Gerard invited me to be on the team, and uh, I don't know why he reached out to me a year ago right after the meat stop, but he did, and we have been conversing since the American Barbecue Showdown, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's opened a lot of doors for me. I can't lie about it. Being on that show's opened a lot of doors, and uh, right now in my life, I just got a stick in that bitch propping it open because that door only stays open so long in your life, man, and uh, I love barbecuing. I love sharing. I love I just love it. And to be asked by these guys to come cook with them 
across the country, across the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm honored to say right from the heart. I ain't lying to you. Grubbs is honored to say, man. Awesome, awesome. And yeah, like I said, a lot of... Um, well, that that's how I found out about you was the uh, was the Netflix show, and you know which which was a great time. Um, how was your experience doing that? Let me tell you straight up, that's the most fun you can have with your clothes on. Okay, I mean that's that's how I got to say it because it's like Disney World for barbecuers, man. You know, you go in there and they got all this equipment, all this fire methods, all everything a, a, a pitmaster would want to have in their backyard. It's right there for you. And we're talking we're talking Wagyu, prime and Duroc pork and stuff, which I don't my pockets don't run like that. Mm-hmm. I don't normally cook that kind of stuff up in the North Georgia mountains, you know? So it was like trying not to drool while you're doing it because you're having such a damn good time. But having fun, and that's what going to me stock is, man. Look, I would love, I hope we play, I hope we win. But if I want to go there, I'm going to learn something from these international cooks. All these guys are great cooks, all of them. And I want to have fun. I want to learn something. I want to have fun. And that's the basis of what I've been hustling money, man, for the last, since January to get my ticket paid for over there. And I'm working for it. I ain't asking nobody for no handouts. I'm working for it. I love it. I'm getting there, man. I'm going. It Tickets booked. My man right there, Mr. Wayne Plots, he's my host in Australia. He's going to pick me up at the airport. We're going to about 27 days adventure. It's going to be a great time, man. Awesome. You know? Awesome. Now, now during the show, um, I remember part of it, um, well, I don't know how long before, but it was relatively, you know, close in the whole scheme of things. You had, <clears throat> you had some health issues. How's that going with you? Yeah. Cause I, I think you're rocking it, man. Yeah, five years later, man, I'm still down 40 pounds, but I'm, you know, there's a little slackness involved. I ain't going to lie to you, but, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's still there. I, I went and had a couple of weeks ago, had a stress test, went to the doctor. He said, I'll see, heart doctor, I'll see you in a year. So I beat what the gloom and doom doctor told me, told me if I didn't do all these certain things, I had a 200% chance of being back in that ward in two years. Well, it'll be five years in June. I ain't had another damn heart attack. So, you know. But I, it's, it's all in moderation, man. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's a whole other topic we can talk on about eating and trying to be healthy. But barbecue's barbecue, man. And, you know, <laughs> you can't go wrong with it, man. There ain't no better place or better way to meet new friends and people than over a plate of good barbecue. And I believe that with all my heart, man. Hell you know? yeah. And I met these guys because of barbecue. I, I'm, the reason I'm involved with these guys is because of barbecue. And uh, it's it's a it's a blessing, man. Awesome, awesome. So, William, as far as 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 the team goes, are you know are, are you a, an original member, or are you you and a couple of the guys said, hey, let's throw our hat in the ring, let's start a, a competition team, or you you know were you was the team already in existence and you got brought in? Uh, tell us about that. So basically. Um Kata, I knew Kata from, um, he does a spice and um, he was selling his spice and so we got connected here to um, getting talking and he's seen meat stock and basically we got an invitation from Jay to uh, come and compete so we just started putting the team together and you know Kata's done a lot of work and 
got in contact with everyone and um, he's set up podcasts and things like that. You know, so he's he's been working hard to um, to get us up and running. But this is um, this will be the first uh, competition that we're all together and we're doing together, and it won't be the last. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, best of luck to you boys. This is, you know, it, it, it's all fun. And, and like you said, Grubs, you know, you're going in there. <coughs> excuse me. And uh, you know, you're going to learn from from these guys and vice versa. You know, and, and, that, and that's the beautiful thing because, you know, especially. These guys are all great cooks, man. They're all great cooks. All of them. They're all good cooks. They're, there's no doubt about it. There's not, the talent is not, is there to win this thing. We, I'm not, I mean, I'm being optimistic as hell too, but that's why we do it. We love to compete. But these guys that I've teamed up with, that I've been invited to be a part of, they're all great pitchers, man. And, uh. Looking for is a little bit different, John. Is we're trying to maybe change a few flavor profiles, maybe up the plating game a little bit, what they're used to. Because, see, in Australia, while meat stock's a big deal, they've only been doing professional cook-offs there for a lot shorter time in the states, and even shorter in South Africa. You know, yeah. So that they take their chops from KCBS, which is the granddaddy here in the states. Okay. And uh, and that's because they got something to start. To, they got somewhere to go to for guidelines about doing this. The Australian Barbecue Alliance. So, but that's what they go by. So there, it's gonna, it's tough, man. It's just like going to anything. I cooked in Lebanon, Tennessee, a few weeks ago with the guys, and there was 140 damn teams there, man. And uh, it's just crazy, you know. It was, it's crazy, and that's this is the same kind of deal. But there's a lot of live fire demonstrations there, which is awesome as hell. Mm-hmm. I respect live fire cooking. I mean, not that, that's that's OG man to me. Okay, live fire cooking Brazil, Australia, the way they do this, that's 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 the way it all started, you know. And they're really really good at it over there. And all the guys that between William and Gerard, William's our host in Australia, and Gerard and Jock and George in South Africa, they're all good cooks, man. You know, so we're going to go on there and let a rip tater chip. Man. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, here we are. Let's see what y'all got for us. You know, not so much of what we can bring to y'all, but what y'all got for us. And that's how I'm approaching it. I'm just, I'm totally, I'm totally humbled and blessed to be a part of this, dude. To, you know, to go to the same here and be invited to be a part of their international team. It's, it's an honor for me. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> Oh, uh, let's see. John, what's happening? Randy, what's going on? Ch- Chapin, what's happening? Matt Pereira, what's up, brother? So, w- William, can, um, you know, I've heard of Meatstock. A lot, a lot of everybody's heard of Meatstock. Could you maybe dive in a little deeper on, you know, what Meatstock is, how long it's been around, um, you know, what what kind of things go on? You know, Grubbs was saying it's more KCBS, like, KCBS-like. So, you know, are there any different categories, or is it strictly just like the, just like KCBS, the brisket, pork, ribs, and chicken? Yeah, well, um, so basically, meat stock, uh, it came, from my knowledge, is, um, so Jay. Hey, Adam Roberts, and you guys know Jess Price from Hardcore Carnival. Mm-hmm. 
um, they all got they all got together and um, they started the Australian Barbecue Alliance. So Jay and Adam went off and um, they basically wanted to make this festival. So Jay's just gone out and just went, well, what can we do that's going to be better than anything else they've been doing? So he's put this whole festival together and um, basically it's just, it's a rock and roll festival with me everywhere. Like you can just see the smoke, open fire, uh, people showcasing. Um, we've got international people that come out and showcase. We've had Mo Casey out there that did a lot of work there before. Um, you know, it's up to be Stone came out last year. He was fantastic. And um, I think this year we've got um, uh, Dark Side of the Grill. Well, he's coming out. Oh, yeah. Doing some work. Hey, and Demon's going to be there too. Yeah, Demon yeah, Q Demon. from Trader's going to be there too. Yeah, he'll be there too. So uh, I've, I've actually spoken to Mel and he wants to pick yeah. up and um, go in and have some drinks and um, do some things. But um, it's going to be great. Like with, with the proteins, we've got a brisket. The pork. Sometimes we do something different where we do lamb um, mm-hmm. a lot, or in some competitions that we do, we just got game meat that we use. So you can either use crocodile, kangaroo, um, anything like that. <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's interesting. That was going to be one of my questions in a minute. What do you got to say over there? I was just saying that was going to be one of mine. If you didn't touch it, I wanted to know like, was there any Aussie home meats that? <laughs> That they use. Okay, I'll, I'll let you ask that question. Well, give give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, <laughs> she feeling right at home right here. I boys. know. I hear the accent. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my brother. Um, now, <laughs> now, as far as you know, meat stock goes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's multiple events. Like, yes. um, what do you call? What are, is it like like by territory? I think that's how it's Australia split up, like Sydney, Melbourne. You know, is it yes, is it yes, one per we territory? Had, we had Melbourne just two weeks ago. Okay. That went off, Ludin Booty and competed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Johnson was there from um, Smokefire. Yeah. He, he competed with Ludin Booty. Um, and then Toowoomba's on. Not this weekend, but next weekend, which is up in Queensland. And then we've got Midstock in Sydney, which is going to be the big one. Okay. All right. So that kind of sounds kind of like they do the the rodeo series down in Texas with San Antonio, Houston, and Austin. Except way further apart. Put your put your mic on. I there, did. Rookie. It's on now. I was just talking to you, but I was just yeah. The distance between well, they like, got professional bull riding. And to me, stock too. They get that's part of it. Is bull riding, rock concerts, live fire. It's also they have ancillaries, man, where you cook wings and chicken and hamburgers or whatever off to the side. King the grill. It's not just a KCBS competition. It's a meat festival. Yeah, truly is a barbecue meat festival. Awesome, beautiful. Okay, go ahead. Ask, Ask the question. Well, you already kind of answered no, it. No, because we're going to go well, deeper into it. All right. Well, let's go deeper into it then. Yeah. What sort of do you meat stock? Yeah. Do they? Do they? Um, yeah. Do you guys do like any roux, emu, croc? I mean, you did mention it before, but do they do? Is there a section for that? Not so much for meat stock. Um, all right. Most of the other ADAs, if they have it on, like we've got one in um, Mossvale that's going to happen from Game On Enterprises, and that's basically 
we're going to use deer meat and um, kangaroo meat and things like that. Mm. But with meat stock lens, I'm pretty sure is one of the the main categories that we'll be doing. Um, but yeah, you'll find that a lot of meats that's being done there. There will be game meats that will be for sale as well nice. for open life fire cooking and that. So. I mean, it'll be good. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm taking grubs out to um, to go and find a kangaroo and um, we're going to hang it and keep the tail and cook it. Nice one. Ooh. And, and he's also he's also doing a gumbo class in um, Canberra after meat stock. And I've been I've been told that there's a butcher there for us that we can get any game meat that we want, so we can do some real meat and um, smoking and grilling, and so it's going to be good. It'd be really good. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's I, wild. I get to go over there and teach them how to make gumbo. Hey, that's badass, man. That, that is, is badass right there. <laughs> that is very For cool. sure. Oh, nothing like a good gumbo. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something we get down home very often. So. Well, you got to learn. Yeah. Well, I'm here now. I don't need to. <laughs> I'll learn you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can teach you how to do it. I you got to do it. All right, Grubs, you're well, on. Gumbo, I do Asian gumbo, man. That's off the damn chain up here. There you go. You know, nice. Even in the Georgia Mount, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana, okay? That's where I'm from. Okay. Born and raised, Lake Charles, Louisiana. I happened to come to the mountains about 25 years ago. I never left. Yeah. You know, so, but it's still in my heart, my soul, Louisiana <laughs> cooking. That's just the way it is, man. That's right. You, you teach know? them gumbo, and the Aussies will show you what real lamb tastes like. No offense, America. I'm sorry. Don't no, you snap no, your fingers I've only at me, cooked Jim. lamb probably twice in my life. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not familiar with cooking lamb. I snap know? my Honestly, fingers to because I can't come up with the name. What? what did you bring me back when you were down there? That yellow salt. Oh, chicken salt? Chicken salt. Yeah, it's chicken salt. It's like the greatest thing. <laughs> He's laughing. smiling. William This knows. is why I, where I was going with this. Chicken salt, mate. It's the best. Let, let's talk about chicken <laughs> salt. Explain it. I found it extremely salty. It is. It is. I know William's more of a cook than I am. Yeah. I'm just... It's salt. <laughs> but, but, you know, how, how would you use it? Do you use it like just like a regular salt or, well, you know, a sea salt type thing? Or we... obviously I've, I've learned to use it extremely sparingly. Well, we have it on fish and chips. So if you go to the fish and chip shop, which y'all, you guys don't have here like we do, so. Uh, you have it on fish and chips, or you have it on yeah. a chico roll, or you know. they don't know what a chico roll is, mate. Right? <laughs> oh. Then explain. Oh, oh, I learn me something. Let William explain. He's the guest. <laughs> learn me something, brother. It's, um, it's almost like a really big um, spring roll, kind of. Yeah. With stuff in it, massive yeah. spring roll with, with stuff in it, and you just—it's amazing. They are really good. I'm more okay. of a spring roll than a chicken roll. Think of it. Okay, so over here you guys have like egg rolls. Yeah. It's a little less oriental Asian-y, I, I suppose. More uh, like a sp- – they have like cabbage and stuff. In yeah. It, but they're giant, huge. Almost like a like a burrito size. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Ish. Yep. Deep fried. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Awesome. But, yeah, chicken salt, <laughs> we normally use it on fish and chips. I don't know if many people use it in actual cooking. Uh, William would be able to answer that. I basically just have it on fr- like fried food. <laughs> Does anyone yeah, cook it's, with it's, it? It's, 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 no, not really. Yeah. Um, it's designed just for cooked food and oil. Yeah. So the MSG absorbs uh, the oil and sticks to it and makes a good flavour on it. There you go. Almost so. like a crusty kind of flavour yeah. of salt. 
Yep. And I brought you back Perry Perry seasoning. Yes. From Nando's. <laughs> oh. Again, no one knows that what that is except probably William. So I'll call well, Steve. What's up? Nando's is actually South African product. Oh, there you go. Nando's is a South yeah. African product. So See, that Perry Perry seasoning you've got. See, yeah. you can always learn in barbecue. I'm getting all these this in. Anyway, enough about chicken salt and that. Get back to the So, William, sock. you could definitely answer this better. Um, meat itself, okay? I was listening to uh, a show the other day, and oh, I can't remember who the hell was on it. Um, but they were, they were saying that barbecue in Australia itself is not that old. Like how, how we have it in the States, it goes back, you know, a hundred couple, you know, from the inception of the country. And before that, the forms of it. Well, when he was saying that, in Australia itself, he he was talking that maybe about like fifteen years, really. You know, is is that true? Well, smoking meat is um is about fifteen years that it, that they've started generating up yeah. in Australia. But I mean, barbecue's always been barbecue in Australia, but it's always been on gas and a hot plate. Yeah. Okay. Um, open fire was never really a thing here. Um, I remember when I came from South Africa yeah. to Australia, I was. 11 years old, and I didn't know what a gas barbecue was. Um, so basically, because I grew up just making fire and um, cooking like that. So um, I got introduced to gas barbecues and never liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, but uh, I mean, it's, it's taken off here now. It's, it's become a massive marketing um, product here, smoking smokers. You know, we've got GMG running in here. We've got um, Prager's. We've got the pit bosses. Uh, every barbecue shop that you go to now has got smokers. It's got the Kamados. Um, everyone's got their rubs. Like, we've got some of the best rubs in the world, actually. Like, just around the corner from us is a guy, King and his queue. Um, he got number – he got fifth in medium for rubs in the world. Oh, well, did, did you say King Louis? No, no, King and his queue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's a, he's a local guy around here that he sent his rub in, and uh, yeah, he comes fifth in the world for medium medium heat. Fifth in the world. Okay. It's impressive. Very good. Yeah. Very good. But w- where I was going with that is was well, part two of this was as far as the cuts of meat, has it gotten easier? To get, because I know he was, this gentleman was saying that, you know, it used to be tough to get get a hold of a, uh, you know, a full pack brisket. You know, has has that gotten easier over the time? Oh, 120%. Like, it's become an industry here. So we've actually got some of the A grades in the world now for brisket and, um, you know, your short ribs. Mm -hmm. So all our big. Our companies that are out there, um, they're sending it all around the world now. Um, and then we're getting a lot of it in here now. So we've actually got shops and butcheries based on low and slow meat. Really? Yeah. So oh. you go in there, you get your rubs, you get your smokers, and then you get your low and slow meat. 
Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome because you know, because Grub knows. And as American over here, I'm drooling about that shit because you know I'm, I'm trying to buy a pack of brisket up here at the damn corner store for dollar ninety nine a pound, but it ain't nothing like what they got rocking over there with the marble and the, the wagon. They got the stuff going on. Yeah, they they got the beef. The beef is going to be up here. What we're cooking in Australia, yeah. not oh, yeah. what I normally cook, but I have cooked it. But not normally. I have to have like a, a, like a few extra hours of a paycheck or some shit like that to even buy it. Oh yeah. But uh, what they got going over there, the beef eyes, and I know that lamb. That lamb is going to hit, man. I guarantee those the lamb they're raising over there to cook like this. Freaking top of the line, man. Top of the line. Aussie oh, lamb is when I moved. If I may, when I moved over here, everyone hears, "Oh, lamb, it's gamey, gamey, gamey." Like, what are you talking no, about? What are you talking like about? Well, then I tried lamb from here. I went, oh, I understand what gamey means now. Because I'm like, Aussie lamb, it's almost sweet. It's, it's okay. oh, my God, it's beautiful. So, yeah, I do awesome. get why a lot of Americans are maybe shy away from the lamb. Because buy Aussie lamb. It might cost you a little more. But if you get the opportunity to buy it over here, try it. Because you'll it'll change your perspective on lamb for sure. Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm looking so forward to going over there. Because Yeah, you're in for I a mean, treat. I'm- Living in North Georgia Mountains. Where the hell am I going to cook a lamb like that? Hell, I might get an emu steak over there that I can stuff with blue cheese and shrimp and jalapenos and cook it over there. And it's going to be boom, you know. There you go. You, not to be a stickler, but you'll be stuffing it with prawns when you're in Australia, Grub. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Now, with with the, with the team itself, are you guys involved with with any charities with doing with your cooking as a team? We're not uh, as a team. This is the first time we've all gotten together as a team. Oh, okay. No, that's now is are there, are there some more Georgia. Just bear with us, folks. We're having a few connection issues being international. All right. um, it's all good. You know, Meat Stock itself, are, are there a lot of like a lot of charity organizations involved? Like we have the cook-offs um, over here. You know, there's always a charity or two involved in certain cook-offs. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure what the charity is for Meat Stock this year, but um, a lot of times it's... Um, they get guys out for men's health and things like that. Like uh, they've got a competition running there that's called um, Dad Bod. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, um, you've got to actually look at it and on the photos that they. So the best Dad Bod wins. So you know, big guys, tattoos everywhere. I think last year's guy he had a keg on his on his stomach <laughs> that he tattooed, and um, it's it's just things like that, and it's all for men's health. And uh, also, they give you out free tattoos if you can make it, which me and Grubs are going to go get one with meat stock. Yes. I'm, I'm getting mine before I come. Wait, I've already got one scheduled. I'm getting, my, I'm getting meat stock logo tattooed on the back of my leg. The week before I yeah. come, my daughter's going to do it in red on the back of my leg. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's a- but. If there's a free hey, if, if there's a free opportunity to get a tattoo in Australia, guess who's gonna be there? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I got hey. I, I'm all man, I got 
but my daughter's a tattoo artist, so I got to respect that too and let her chase her dream. And I got this big space on the back of my leg next to I got our team logo tattooed on my leg already. And between that and some original art, I'm having me, the Me Stop logo in red run down my leg on the back of my leg. My daughter's going to do it the week before I actually fly out. <laughs> so, Oh, for sure, for sure. Now, back covering a lot of meat stock, obviously. Um, I know Steve Eminez from Kids Q Nation. He uh, he started working with some people, and they, they expanded it into Australia. I know a couple years ago they was actually going to have uh, a few uh, kids from Kids Q come to the States, and they were going to have a, a kids cook-off, and that got all sidelined uh, with, with, the, uh, with the pandemic and all. Now, that does is there a Kids Q event or going to be at Meatstock? So as, as far as I know, and I've seen them, there might be a, a Kids Q happening um, with the SEA. And that's what we normally run it with. Um, I'm not too sure. I was in the scene before um, with Kids Q Nation with Matt, Matthew Staunton, and um, who was running it here. He was the ambassador here. And um, but I mean, at this minute, I'm, I'm not too sure what's going on with that whole because of that whole pandemic that actually happened. Um, a lot of people pulled out, but um, it's starting to slowly build back up again and getting interest of um, people coming out and doing kids' Q Nation. But it was really great. Like some of the, I've, I've judged most, like most of the uh, kids' Q Nation steaks, and they're cooking steaks better than some adults. Yeah, like it's so good. It's really good to see yeah. that generation. I love, and, um, I love, I love Yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. The kids' Q shit, I love that, man. I, I'm going to tell you, everybody yeah. here right now, I think getting these young kids involved in the barbecue world is a great thing. No doubt about it. I think it's awesome as hell. That's one thing Melissa Cookson from the Joe has done in the World, League of, World Junior League of Barbecue. And you've got high school teams over here in the United States now yeah. that have gone to some of these cook-offs and be professional teams. I'm So... I love it, man. I think it's awesome to tell. I mean, you get these kids all in this shit. Like I say, smoke brisket, not meth, man. Yeah. These guys, I mean, their kids are rocking it, man, and they're learning it, and it's only going to carry the whole barbecue thing further on generational, you know? But I think that's I think that's cool as heck, man. I really do. With getting the kids involved, I, I think it's awesome. It's, I think it's just totally awesome, man. Oh, ab- you know? absolutely, Grubbs. I 100% agree with you. You know, getting them in involved it's uh you know it's so it's so fun it's rewarding you know i remember like the first time my kids started asking me questions about what i'm doing out there in the in the driveway all day you know and then you know starts with them cooking hot dogs and moving on to this you know it's just great you know it's another connection that you know we as adults can have with you know our kids our nieces our nephews you know, the younger generation to bring them up because especially with, with, with the kids now, you know, all the technology these kids have, you know, 
and obviously in the in the Turn barbecue. Off the damn phone, fire up the grill. That's it. But with the technology, even you know, in our barbecue world, the technology has taken stuff to the next level. You know, be it the right, right. you know the electronics aspect of it, the Wi-Fi enabled, or even just the the, the design that you can use on an offset smoker or a drum smoker. Just the technology for the design-wise has changed the game. But, I, you know, I, I, I had, you said, you know, smoke meat, not meth. You know, I was talking to a guy, and he goes, oh, hell yeah, I get him into all of it. He goes, because you get, in, get into this as a hobby, you're not going to have to worry about them doing drugs because they can't afford them. That the meat costs so much, they got no, more, no money for anything else. But that that is awesome. It goes back to the early statement, man. Meeting people, new people, the the world of barbecue, and I've been around it for forty plus years, man. I've done, I've never done professional cook off myself as a competitor ever. I've been around, I've been a part of it. I know a lot of people in that circle, but I've never really done that. I'm not a pro the way I see it. You know, I just love cooking barbecue. By sharing that with these kids, man, these teenagers, and they actually pick it up, that's you're you're opening doors, man. Things are gonna even change more, you know. And I'm gonna say this, I don't know, some people feel funny about pellet grills at all, but I'm gonna tell you straight up, man, with a pellet grill. That is like hundred and twenty times better than a gas grill. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what anybody says, but man. My opinion. Yep. You know, because you the way I see it is your fuel source should be a part of your recipe. This is how I see it. Okay, whether you're going wood, charcoal, pellets, whatever, that's going to change the flavor profile of what you're presenting at the end of the day. So that should be just as important part of your recipe as your rub or your honey or your, if you use a binder, your binder, whatever. The technique, the technique to get there at the end of a cook is always going to be second. Always done. That, that, there's no ands and buts about it, don't. Until it's done. Some people run hot and fast. Some people run low and slow. But having that, the fuel source included in your recipe, mentally, you add that to what you're doing, that's going to change what you're doing on the grill. And it's I make a lot of sausage and bacon, too. But when you can take a pork butt or you can take a piece of meat, and change it, literally change the flavor and how it bites to offer somebody something they've never had before. You're not, it's an artist, man. You're an artist. I don't care if you're a tattoo artist or whatever. It's an artist. They're art. Their meat is their art. And when they serve it to the people, that's like having a paint. It might all be gone when they're done with it instead of hanging up on the damn wall. But it's still, they remember in their mind they had a bite of and how good it was. And that's what barbecue's all about, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, boys, we're coming up against it, so I got one last question. And, William, we'll start with you, then, James Grubbs, you can follow up after. What are you looking forward to the most with this experience of all the boys coming together for the very first time? Well, for me, um, meeting them, and also another thing is just learning um, in barbecue. You you never learn enough. Um, to be able to take Grubbs' view and the guys from South Africa, what they do, and put it all together and, and make something different to what you already know, 
Um, it always improves you at cooking and um, makes a different kind of, you know, flavor profile of what you think is right. But now you've tried this, and it's something different that you can use. Um, for me, learning in barbecue is the most important thing. Um, it's creating something different that's going to make a better experience for people that you sort of feed your food to and they can go, wow, this is amazing, this is great, you know. Um, I remember Tuffy also saying, he goes, he'll, he'll never reach his point where he doesn't want to learn about um, smoking meat anymore or cooking different profiles or, you know, the, the flavours is limitless. It's what you put together is um, is what's going to make your meal at the end of the day. So I want to be on that point where I've got experience and I've got kind of um, flavour profiles where I can use or I go, well, they don't like pepper or anything like this. Okay, try this. This is a lot better for you. This is going to be great. Awesome, awesome. What, what about you, Grubs? Man, I'm the same way, man. It's all about learning, man. I've been looking you ain't burn up a brisket or two. You ain't learned shit about cooking one, and that's just the way it is, man. But uh, it's all about the experience. Plus, I get to go to Australia and cook with these guys that are freaking awesome cooked. I get to do an agro. I get to do all this stuff. It's but it's learning and having fun. That's what I want to do: learn and have fun. If we win something, we win something. I hope we do. I'm gonna try to. But it's all about learning and having fun and sharing your bar. Knowledge is free. As Gerhard Gerard tell you, knowledge is free. So why not share the knowledge that I've gained for 40-plus years of barbecuing, and I'll share it with anybody. You can call me tomorrow. I'll share you. With, but if you say, Grubbs, what's the best way to do this? I can't tell you that. I ain't learned the best way to do nothing yet. I'm still learning every day. I'll tell you how I do it, but I don't know this is the best way. But I get good results from what I do, but I'm always learning. I'm always trying to get better. And that's just because I love cooking barbecue. And that's that's what's driven this team together. Every guy on this team loves to cook barbecue. That's how we got together. That's why we're going to meet stock. And you know what? We're going to kick ass. Hell yeah. Like that, man. Awesome. Well, boys, thank you so much for taking the time. I wish the other boys were able to make it. But, hey, these things happen. Not a, No worries there. But, guys, good luck. Give them hell. And put some smoke in the air and have some fun, boys. Enjoy it. Kick ass and take names. And maybe we can all come back afterwards and do a podcast. We'll figure something out. Awesome. But, guys, thank you so much. Good luck. Safe travels to everybody. And, uh, like I said, give them hell. All right, brother. Smoke if you got them. All right. Peace, guys. Thank you. Awesome, Chrissy. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Well, my little chatterbox there. Interesting. I can't help but I see another Aussie and I'm like, let's talk. Well, that that was that that thing yeah. you knew. You know, like yeah. I said, when I was sitting here trying to come up with chicken salt, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, you know, you know a lot of like the different proteins from there, and yeah. you know, it was it was beautiful. But oh yeah, grubs but, yeah. his mind's gonna be blown when he tries lamb in Australia. Yeah, it's oh my god. I, I wish it for all of you to really try proper Aussie lamb. It's incredible. It's incredible. Try my favorite. Go back, sneak one back in the purse. We'll raise it. I don't and know. Yeah, how are we gonna we freeze do. your freeze freeze it? No, 
know. Bring it back still breathing. We'll, we'll, oh, take, care of, we'll take care of the rest of it Smuggle up here. Smuggle an actual Australian lamb back into the country. Listen, Fine. when I went to Houston, <laughs> there was a cat walking around the plane in a tutu. I don't want to what? worry about a... That's, oh, a, that's a story for yeah. another show right there. We haven't even talked about you. Oh, no. I know. My trip, but awesome. We should. Well, All right. well that's, yeah. everybody, let's see. Marty V, damn it, boy, is in there chaping what's happening. I saw Big Kano in there. Tim Rogers, thank you, boys, for tuning in. Oh, great episode. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of learning. A couple, couple tips. Nice. Yeah. Next week, we're going to have some fun. When do we not have fun? We got David Bettendorf joining us of Still There Shine Sauce. I was introduced to David from uh, Randy and Junior Salinas. He was on their podcast, Damn That's Good with Big Salinas. Mm -hmm. Check them out. Download it. You'll get all their episodes. Awesome. Great interview. Incredible sauces his vinegar mop sauce might very well be the best i've ever had you should say that on the show and then i'll say i've never had it maybe you'll send us some (laughs) (laughs) but it is absolutely incredible awesome we'll just give you a little hint still there shine sauce can you figure out what the first ingredient is I wonder. <laughs> Does it start with moon? There might, maybe, oh, might no. be a little distillery involved in so. Awesome, that's cool. But that's next week. I'm excited. But that's it for this week. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. You got all the episodes right at your fingertips. Find all the social media links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.